NCRP Productions presents Dread by the Impossible Dream The Mothman Chronicles Episode 1 Hi, it's Sequoia, and I'd like to thank you for joining us here in the Point Pleasant, West Virginia woods. Today we'll be playing Dread. Dread is a tabletop role-playing game developed by The Impossible Dream and written by Epidiah Ravicol. The game describes itself as a game of horror and hope. Those who play will participate in a mutual telling of an original macabre tale. The goal of Dread is to sustain the delicate atmosphere that invokes the hand-quivering emotion that lends its name to the game. The main rules to keep in mind as you come into the system. Instead of a game master, the system uses the term host. I'm hosting tonight's game, not necessarily game mastering. The host is essentially the vehicle that the story is moved through. The system is very reliant on player character interaction, and it leans on the choices of the characters more than that of the host. Another big departure from the typical tabletop role-playing game is the tower function in Dread. Instead of dice, or numerical, or value-based stats and modifiers, the tower is utilized in Dread. The tower is a stack of wooden blocks, commercially known as Jenga. The tower also serves as a physical representation of the suspense, or dread, that is felt by the player characters throughout the game. As they pull blocks and the tower becomes more rickety, the sense of urgency begins to war with the need to be careful when pulling blocks. Pulls need to be completed with one hand, and the blocks must be pulled from below the top layer. Once you've pulled a block out, you place it at the top of the stack. When the tower falls, something tremendous happens. Generally, it's something serious that does end the player character's space in the game. It varies from game to game. And you also have the option of purposefully knocking over the tower, which is something called a hero's sacrifice. And you can, in a way, help move the plot along or help the other player characters succeed at a goal by sacrificing your own character. When a task is considered difficult or outside of a player character's ability, the host can require the player character to pull a block. The more difficult tasks can be broken into two stages, for example, locating the lost keys to a vehicle and then backing out of a narrow alley to freedom. You'd pull a block to find the keys and then pull another to successfully maneuver a difficult driving trick. Players can decide that making the pull isn't worth the risk of having the tower fall at any time, as long as it's before the block has left the tower. If they abandon a pull, they automatically fail the attempt. Character design has been distilled into the form of a character questionnaire created and tailored by the host to fit the adventure. The questionnaires are filled out before the start of the adventure. It's similar to a character sheet in that it does help the player lay out who the character is and what skills or abilities they could realistically have. The player should use these questions as an opportunity to flesh out who they are playing and to ensure they have a good handle on the limits and strengths of their characters. Now we're going to move into reading the character questionnaires, and we're going to start with Dave. Dave, what's your character archetype and the name of your character? The name of my character is Silas Garrity, and my archetype is Redneck. <laughs> what does it say on your sheet? Oh, comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I'm going to read the... <laughs> Redneck. <laughs> Killing it. Okay, so I'm going to read the question, and then you'll answer and tell us more about how that fits to you. Okay. So the first question for the comic relief. That horrid, miserable, awful fucking nickname. <sighs> Oh, how you, la- you loathe it. You've done everything you can to distance yourself from that nickname. Your career, your hobbies, your college degree, they all point attention away from the nickname. In an awful way, it also shaped your entire life. What is the nickname? Stain. Stain. 
I constantly am. You know, I I, I, uh, I work in the woods. I work outdoors. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of land management. And uh, what comes along with that is, uh, you know, I get my hands dirty. Get my clothes dirty. And ever since I was a kid, people have been uh, pointing that out. Mm-hmm. You know, got stains on my clothes. You know, mama didn't have the money to, uh, you know, buy me new britches. But uh, you know what? I got what I got. And that's it. You know? Okay. I like that. All right. Next question. Stain. 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 So you all probably know dave's character silas as stain <coughs> all right next question you got except you guys oh. calling me stain but really okay. it's more of a derogatory thing you know i was teased about it in, in like you know in like like elementary school and things like that you know and uh yeah but so we'd call you stain more of like a term of endearment or like right. just like hey you know like you know people use that term derogatorily to mm-hmm. a Jew, but we're I like you know hey what's up stain it's cool yeah, yeah it's, exactly. it's a it's a friendly thing that's yeah. how you perceive it okay <laughs> All right, next question. You got the girl. It wasn't easy, but you got her. The prom queen, the cheerleading captain, the daughter of the oldest, wealthiest family in town. Why won't she sign the divorce papers? Uh, well, it depends on who you ask. Now, Crystal, she's a, she's a slippery slope. Complex woman, if you will. Truth be told, she's hooked on my moonshine. Okay. She's hooked on that old country swill. <laughs> but uh, if you ask her... She'll tell you that she is, uh, has a fiduciary responsibility to the Garrity Land Management uh, Program. Uh, in layman's terms or in English, uh, she thinks she's inheriting part of the land. Oh. So she ain't going nowhere. Don't okay. Be fooled. Don't be fooled. She's got, a, she's got a, a full jar at her bedside every night. Okay. All right. And then so uh, just going back to like uh, the the Garrity land is this something that you've inherited is this like a passed down parcel been in the family for generations 200 acres outside of hazard outside of hazard okay uh you've always felt a little excluded from the group but you but that gave you lots of free time lots of time to practice your scout skills it didn't help you out there though not in those woods what skill would have saved eddie okay bird calls duck call duck call specifically duck calls his kids they do remember the duck call. We would have lost him that night. Okay, have you mastered it now? Whack, whack. <laughs> you just you tell, heard it. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody says that Eddie got taken by a drifter. Everyone also says that Eddie was taken by the Mothman. You know the truth. Who did take him? I do. It was a military folk, the government. They're always watching. I think uh, Eddie, poor old Eddie, wandered uh, wandered too close to the fence line and uh, saw something we weren't supposed to that night, and they got scooped him up. Okay. And they probably got him in some strange, strange room without any carpet, you know, mm-hmm. without any, without any ham hock, nothing, no greens, feed him bread and water, ask him questions under a bright light every night. Okay. You won't call them visions, but ever since that night, things sometimes happen after you dream them. Since the flood, you can't stop dreaming about blood. Whose is it? I don't know. All I know is that I'm running through the woods and I got, I got blood stains on my clothes. I don't think it's mine, though. Why are you so afraid of being buried alive? Nobody would be able to hear me scream. Eddie was too young to have a real will, but many summers ago, he wrote you a funny little last testament in the inside of a cereal box. What did he leave you? Right here. Never leaves my side. Coonskin cap I'm wearing. Okay. And why aren't you allowed to operate a vehicle? Well, kind of embarrassing, really. But, uh, I, uh, I used to drive, uh, automobiles but uh now if it doesn't say john deere i don't know 
operated. It's not really worth my time. Okay. But I did. Uh, I did drive. Uh, I did drive Mazda. Mazda Plymouth through the uh, Simpsons uh, cot field and uh, done crashed it into the combine. Okay. Uh, ever since then, you know, they're not safe. Okay. I don't trust them. Don't trust them. I feel like there's a lot of, of things in, in this, these answers about not trusting people. Well, yeah, of course. And people aren't to be trusted. Okay. They've all got their own agendas and their hidden, their hidden meanings in their words. They use those complicated words. You're a simple man. Is there anything else we should know about Silas? I think the best moonshine this side of the Mississippi. Best moonshine. Okay, now we'll pivot to Barry. Go ahead and tell us your character name and archetype. So I am Albert Cook. Most everyone knows me by Al. Excuse me. Most everyone knows me by Al. The archetype is the co-captain. Okay, first question. You've never been jealous of your ragtag team's fearless leader. He's never led you astray, and he never hesitates to help when he can. You're loyal to him. If he's King Arthur, you're Lancelot. But he can't know what happened back in high school on prom night. The thing that made Eddie so, so afraid. You promised that you'd never tell the fearless leader. And honestly, it would change how he looks at you and the brother forever. What secret are you two hiding? Well, that night, the three of us, Eddie, Johnny and me, got our parents' guns and robbed the local cocaine dealer. Money, drugs, everything. That was the night before prom. Okay. You saw the Stranger Danger specials. You know that Eddie wasn't taken by the Mothman. That's stupid. What really happened is much worse. Way worse. What did happen to Eddie? Eddie was very pretty. Always drew off offhand looks from the from some of the local men that you know, the funny ones. I'm pretty sure one of them grabbed him, took him into the woods and well, we're in mixed company. You couldn't leave Point Pleasant fast enough. You couldn't forget what happened fast enough, but your body never left. You wake up often, miles from home with no shoes on, always headed home, always headed back to the woods. Once, you returned to Point Pleasant to visit family and woke up digging holes in the dirt in the woods. What do you think your dreams of animal graves means? Oh, it's, it's pretty simple. We thought we had killed those two goddamn dogs Cooter had, but I always hear them howling, howling on that night, howling in my dreams. I figure I'm digging up the graves to be certain they're, they're still in them. See, there's, there's stories. They tell the chemicals in the ground. The chemicals bring things back to life. You were arrested and tried and spent time in jail. What did you do? Well, I, I was actually arrested twice, selling drugs. First time, was, was well worth it. I learned the trade, I learned connections, found a lot of ways to make even more money faster. Second time, not so much. That's what finally set me straight. Do you think it was worth it overall? If I had to do it over again, no. What weapon is on your person? I carry a loaded Glock at all times. Is it legal? It is not legal. You aren't afraid of much anymore, but you were always afraid of Eddie's mom. Why? Eddie's mom, she just had this way of, way of looking at you, looking into your soul, making you fess up to your sins. That woman was scary. In prison, they called you El Toro. How did you get this nickname? <laughs> well, I would egg people on. Anyone bigger than me, keep them off me. The easy way was to taunt them. I'd take off my shirt, 
I'd hold it out like them bullfighters used to be on the on the television, and I'd call them towards me. And why did you give that nickname to the comic relief? <laughs> well, so Stain says he was nicknamed because of his dirty pants. That's bullshit. Really, it's because he shit his britches junior year after homecoming game. He was trashed on his own fucking moonshine. <laughs> okay. I can neither confirm or deny those allegations. Alrighty, and so now we'll move to Josh. And go ahead and tell us your character's name and right. your archetype. So I'll be playing Jonathan Johnny Williams, the brother. Brother of who? Eddie. Oh, no. Eddie's brother, huh? Nope. Edder, brother of the fearless leader. Brother of, of the fearless leader. Right. Oh. That changes a whole lot of stuff. Like older yeah. brother Chet or like younger brother? Y- younger by two minutes or... <laughs> okay, well, let's move into the questions. Regretfully. It wasn't easy growing up as the second twin. Second born, second thought, second fiddle. When you and the co-captain did what you did on prom night, it was supposed to happen with the fearless leader, your twin. How did you feel when it happened with Eddie instead? So, you know, Eddie didn't need to be there that night. When we went after that coke dealer. I mean, he was a good kid. He was too good for that kind of stuff. Really, it should have been it should have been Jimmy. It should have been my older brother. But of course, Al didn't think he would uh, go along with it. He thought he'd rat us out. So he talked me into bringing Eddie along, and I regret that to this day, exposing him to what we had to do that night. Eddie was your friend first. You didn't even think the rest of the group really liked him. But everyone came back for his funeral after ignoring your messages and letters for years. What were you trying to tell them? If everybody would have listened to me, I mean. You know, it was obvious that the Mothman or the military or whatever you believe, that was all just a way to write Eddie off and not have to do the hard work looking for him. You know, it's obvious we didn't do enough. So I think everybody else didn't want to face that. And obviously it's too late now that we're attending his funeral. What makes you so sure that Eddie was taken by a drifter? Like I said, you know, the Mothman or the military, all these conspiracies or urban legends, they're just an easy way to um, just an easy way to, to, to leave Eddie out wherever he was or whoever, whoever took him. You know, it had to be something that's got a, a real explanation, something that's grounded in reality, and something like a drifter makes a lot more sense. Okay, makes more sense. Uh, why won't you let yourself buy any more pets? Oh, well, as everybody knows, when... Eddie disappeared. I adopted his hamster after that, and let's just say I wasn't really um, focused on the hamster in light of his disappearance. Maybe, maybe it was the grief. Maybe it was something else. But I, I, I let him die due to, to uh, neglect. So I wasn't really suited for animal ownership. I believe. What did you do with the hamster after it died? Still got it. <laughs> uh, Barry has mimed throwing like a softball. <laughs> <laughs> or mounted on the wall. My thought went to the hood of your car. <laughs> thought went right to, oh shit, that's right. And then <laughs> we, we, we buried the hamster where we last saw Eddie down in the TNT area. Should have had a taxidermy. <laughs> Take my word. <laughs> Why did Eddie's mom forbid him from playing alone with you uh, when you were kids? Well,. Like, like you said, we were, you know, we were best friends before, you know, I didn't even think anybody else really cared much about Eddie. We would go off on our own once in a while, and one day we got stuck exploring some of the caves out in the TNT area, and Eddie's mom had to come find him, and since then, she, she always kind of believed I was a bad influence. So. Okay. 
And where were you when you found out about Eddie's remains and the flood? Uh, I was at I was at work actually, doing a menial job that comparatively seems very unimportant at this point. But I, um, you know, I had to leave work early that day. Okay. In a way, you've made a living trusting your gut. Ever since that night, you just have an inkling about things. What is your job, and how has this impacted your relationship with your family? Well, I became an investment advisor. I always had sort of a hint of what's come in the marketplace and made a decent living making you know, wealthy people wealthier. Uh, kind of poured myself into my job, and that kind of caused problems at home. And with my brother, we kind of grew apart, I guess you could say. And uh, my wife, she didn't have problems signing our divorce papers. She, when she left me, <laughs> let's just say that I kind of kind of poured all my work into my, my effort into my job, and that didn't really pay off. Why are you planning to leave the country after the funeral? Well, you know, I think it'd be nice to get a fresh start. I just always kind of had trouble around Point Pleasant and with these people, and you know, I think a, a fresh start would really do me well for moving past things. Okay. All right, and finally we'll move to Pedro. Go ahead and tell us your character's name and archetype. Hey everybody, it's Pedro. Uh, I am playing James Jimmy Williams, the fearless leader and uh, brother to Johnny. You've never been able to leave a friend behind, even Eddie. What do ghosts look like? Well, ghosts, they, they look the same way, honestly, that they looked when you last saw them before they died, last time you saw them. Um, and always, always at the corner of your eye, or just in passing glances. Uh, and in, until the flood, I, I never really knew why Eddie was the only one that ever looked different to me, and, and why it took so long for me to see him. Okay. Ever since the flood, you've pored over the books and reports. You're pretty sure you know where Eddie's body came from. What's stopping you from going back in the woods? I, I wish, I wish I had a. Solid answer. I've I've tried to go back to the woods. Um, I've I've even got to the to the edge of it, to the tree line, and I would always just stop. Tried going to multiple places on the tree line in the woods. After the flood, you know, I, I I'm sure I know where he's at, but I just I can't I can't get myself to go past that line. I I just I know that I can't do this alone. I, I need I need all of us there. That, that's, that's what I know. What happened out there changed you. Scholarships and awards meant nothing after what you saw really existed in the shadows. But you're not afraid anymore. Not after what you saw in the woods and in your dreams. What did you dream of the night before they found Eddie? I I dreamt the same thing that I've, I've dreamt before multiple times trying to go back into those woods this time was different normally just like if I tried to go during the day or the night or in real real world I would get to the edge but when I was there I couldn't go forward but then I I felt them on my shoulders the hands the hands of my friends and I, I looked back and 
those that I've seen in pictures, you know, see what they look like, I would see their faces now, or if I haven't seen them in a while, I'd see their faces from then. And I knew I could do it, so I took that step, but the moment I stepped into the woods, I saw, I saw them. I, I saw the two red glowing eyes flying towards me, and behind it a wall of water, and then I woke up in a cold sweat, drenched. You found something in Eddie's room right before he went missing. He must have ordered it through a magazine or something because there's no way his mom would have bought it. What is it? I I really don't know how <laughs> he must have lied something good on whatever he mail ordered because it was the largest Bowie knife I'd ever seen. And I I still have it. I knew I knew where he hid it and I knew I knew after he was lost he wouldn't want his mom to found it find it, so I so I grabbed it, trying to keep a good image. How could you kill with it? <laughs> I, I don't know if I could. I, I, I know if I, I thought about it, if I ever find who or what did this to Eddie or took him, then I think that would be the time that I could use it. But sharp end, squishy body part, or whatever it is. You see the townspeople's faces when you walk by. You know what they say, but you can't let it go. You can't stop the interviews and the research and the books and the message boards. You have to learn everything you can about the Mothman of Point Pleasant. Who did you lose in your search for the truth? Probably be easier to say who I didn't. I I don't get invited over to family's house. Mom and dad are still alive. So is my sister, but she moved away. And, you know, my brother's off doing his big big fancy job. We don't really talk anymore. I get a generic Christmas card each year though. At least from him. Uh, and um, I recently a couple months ago lost my longest held girlfriend of three years. Um, I'm honestly surprised it lasted that long. You know that the comic relief is married to your old sweetheart. You got their wedding invitation. Did you attend? I did attend. I mean, we're we're friends, so you know, I went there. I paid my respects, and honestly, I wanted to been so long. I wanted to talk to him about Eddie, but I just during the wedding I couldn't get close enough to him, or when I did, and whether it was a brush off or just there were so many people, I just couldn't get to him quick enough for a, for a conversation about him, and it was harder than I thought seeing her again. Why did you stay in Point Pleasant? I, I, I couldn't leave, I couldn't leave Eddie behind. I, even before the flood, I, you know, until I knew what happened to our friend. I, I've tried to leave. I even packed a bag once, drove to the county line, but every time I would leave, or try to leave, I would see him corner of my eye or passing glance I would see Eddie and I just I couldn't leave I couldn't not until it was finished when you are invited to family gatherings why don't you go well I, I tell myself it's because I just can't stand to be around them anymore that, that they weren't supportive enough that they are disgusted in me you know they they're just saying pleasantries if I go, but deep down I know that 
it's my fault that one one person's obsession, as they would call it, is someone's drive, and I I can't leave this be. And if they can't understand that, well, then that's on them. Okay. Um, at this point, because there are less than five players at the table, we will pull three blocks for each number under five, which is one. So you guys can decide who pulls, but we need three blocks out of the tower. I'll right. pull first. And then while we're pulling, do you want to get us going on the intro for the rules and... Let's yeah. You say the tower a, falls right so here. The flood, so they was. discovered Eddie's remains because of a flood. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a little... That, that's what the news flood. said? We're going to get it, yeah. The paper said? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into the flood a little bit once we officially start. And so, yeah, Jenga rules. You can pull any block from beneath the top layer. You can change your mind on pulling a... You put a, it on top. Yeah, you put it on top. You can change your mind on pulling a block as long as you haven't completely removed it from the tower. You can only use one hand. If the tower tumbles, we rebuild it and we pull three blocks for each person at the table. You are able to sacrifice your character, whether that means he dies or something else happens, by knocking over the tower purposefully. And Can you straighten it? When you yeah. Yes, yeah, you can straighten it. And then let's see. Oh, this yeah. Be challenging. That's the whole point, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be stressful. Yeah. I also oiled all the bricks too. So. Oh man. Uh, does anyone have any game mechanic questions? Uh, Pretty straightforward. I will uh, prompt you to pull blocks at a I certain feel the point. Already. Yeah, I'll say like in order to do X, you'll have to pull one or two, and the the, the difficulty of the task increases the amount of blocks you pull. Okay, we'll begin. The flood brought lots back. It washed garbage and license plates and old bikes onto the banks of the Ohio River. It carried mud and fallen trees. It brought up things that hadn't been seen in the light of day in decades. And it brought back Eddie. You are all gathered at the back of a small crowd in the cemetery of the little church Eddie always went to. Eddie's mom, a fearsome woman with wild gray hair, and blank eyes is giving a eulogy beside Eddie's still open grave. You've arrived late and were absolutely not invited to the funeral. As you're walking up to the crowd, I'd like you guys to narrate where were you when you heard about the flood and about Eddie's remains and what happened on your journey to the funeral? Well, what was said in the media or whatever? I mean, how did we hear about it? What did we hear? Huge flood. The Ohio River over flooded. It washed up. The levees broke or something, that kind of thing? Precisely. Uh-huh. And it washed mostly just garbage and gunk onto the banks of the Ohio River. But Eddie's remains were found. And after an autopsy, it was determined that it was, in fact, his body. And you heard that there was a funeral in town through the local paper. Or if you heard about it another way through a friend or family, you can you can decide that. Is it open or closed casket? It is a closed casket. Is Eddie in there? And there's a photo of Eddie at his you know junior year of, of high school. So we'll go around the table and, and where were you when you heard about Eddie and what kind of brought you to the funeral? Were you in town? Did you have to travel? How do you feel about coming to somewhere you're not invited at all? We can start with Dave. Well, I was at home when I heard about the flood and, and the remains that uh, were uh, dredged up, but uh, I think that's just a cover-up story. You know, the media and the government, they're tied, they go hand in hand. And, uh, well... Anytime a natural disaster like this uh, occurs, you know, they need to come up with a story to, uh, you know, maintain order. 
most people aren't, aren't prepared like myself, you know, when order breaks down, okay? I, mean, I got my fiddles, I got my rifles, I got my dogs, when we're in need, you know? And I got, I got the, uh, my own special blend, the Kentucky Kraken. Kentucky <laughs> Kraken. Oh yeah. So, I don't think Eddie's in that casket at all. I think it's a whole cover-up, and I think the government still got him in some small room somewhere. But I'm aiming to find out when I get to that funeral. Okay. Oh, I'm aiming to find out. Uh, well, I mean, I I never left town, so the flood was all over the news. You know, it impacted everybody here. And honestly, at this point, I have all kinds of you know Google alerts, or I, I, I scour you know news articles for the town, just looking for. Anything, any evidence, any little minor thing that might be elite. And, well, the flood happened. I, you know, delved into that and read between the lines of some of the, you know, news articles and talked with some people who will still talk to me down, you know, in the news and, you know, where where I get my information. And there was word that there was a body. And then, you know, I I still have some people who I talk to around town. I heard about the funeral and uh I knew I knew I couldn't miss it I I also had to had to see the body I had to I had to see I had to I have to see what became of him see if there's any clues to where he could have been see if there's anything strange about it you know if, I don't know what his body might look like now but I just I, I could I, I can't miss this I don't care who stops me I'll, I'll see him well, as Al, I was I was on the couch at home, living in Columbus, Ohio. We get some of the feeds that come up from Point Pleasant, and when they announced the flood itself, it wasn't a huge surprise. I mean, floods happen every five, ten years, flow the banks, but when they announced that a body had been found, at least the remains of such, that was something that made me sit up and take notice, and so I called a couple of friends. I still got back at Point Pleasant. Manager at the Piggly Wiggly was the one who finally told me that, yeah, they, they think they had found his his remains. and I wasn't going to miss out saying my goodbyes, invited or not. Well, when I got the call from Al, it's the first time I heard from him in a while, but I almost knew exactly what it was going to be about. I was at work and uh, immediately took the rest of the day off to uh, get ready make a trip into town I um you know I really would appreciate finding some sort of closure you know now that we found his body maybe f learning a little bit more about what caused the disappearance so that we can all move on and quit preaching these conspiracy theories and myths over the years things have happened for all of you in in strange almost guided ways you've got job opportunities, met people, you know, come across scenarios that you think must have something had a hand in it. And as you all come to this funeral, you see each other across the field and you've arrived at the same time. It, it's like something out of a movie. And as you walk closer to where Eddie's, Eddie's funeral is being held, you hear Eddie's mother mid-speech. He was always just so little. I didn't think he'd ever break past five foot, but but junior year he finally hit five two, and it was like the sun started shining on him again, and he just 
He just finally hit 5-2, and it wasn't fair that he was taken. Eddie's mother breaks into tears and is escorted to one of the folding chairs by a woman that you all recognize as Eddie's distant aunt. Quickly, the coffin is lowered, and people begin taking their leave. You all can tell the moment that Eddie's mother spots you. Her face blanches white and then becomes red with anger. The fire that you remember in her eyes is absolutely there. And she marches firmly towards Johnny. Of course. Uh, what's Eddie's last name? Fitzgerald. Uh, Miss Fitzgerald. How dare you come here, you Williams boys and the rest of you rabble. How dare you show your faces here. And she's going to reach to slap your face, Josh. You oh. can make a pool to catch her hand. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of guilt-ridden, so I'm going to just let her. Just she slaps you silly. She gives it to you. <laughs> Not just one. Yeah, she, she goes, and she's, you know, she's weeping. She's got snot running down her mouth. She does not look good. She kind of smells like uh, she hasn't she been bathing. That, so. Yeah, in a sense, like I kind of feel, I feel, you know, partly responsible in a way. So I, I'm welcoming the option, the opportunity, to be a bit of a punching bag. But obviously, you know, the same aunt who guided her to her chair uh, approaches and catches her hands. Do the rest <laughs> of guys. you do anything? <laughs> so, uh, Thanks, guys. Miss <laughs> Fitz, Fitzgerald, I, I, I'm uh, I'm sorry that we showed up all of a sudden. We we. Have I don't to... want to hear about your Mothman, any of it. I, no, you no, need no, to we're, leave. We're just here to pay our respects. You've done we, enough. P- please, Miss Miss Fitzgerald, it. Uh, I listened to you. I stopped. I stopped calling, but but we. You shouldn't we, be here. We ha- none of you should. He was our friend. He was my son. That's more than any of it. But we have a we don't we have a right to pay the, respects? The aunt will begin pulling her away from you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm I want to I want to try and do something in the while the commotion. Absolutely, if we have the opportunity. Like, yes, just jump so, in. So you said they've lowered the casket down into the into the grave. Mm-hmm. Well, this reunion's taking place. So I'm going to try and move over to the to the grave. I'm going to hop down in there. Okay, at this without anyone noticing. Okay, well, let's take it a little slower. So you move towards the grave. Okay. Um, they have a mechanical like hoist thing. Hoist, yes. the The undertaker grave attendant is lowering the casket into the ground. There is a figure standing. It's just the kind of the grave worker and then this small figure. He's about four and a half feet tall. He's wearing a, a very faded shirt. It's basically gray. I think it maybe it was green once. Dusty work boots, patched boots. And he's looking down into the grave. I'll walk up and look down into the hole. The casket is closed and he's going to turn his head to look at you. And, and he's going to be looking at your wristwatch specifically. Is there anything special about it? My wristwatch? Mm-hmm. Well, it's an older Casio model. Well, the time reads 1243 and hasn't uh, hasn't worked for years. As you... But it's got a calculator on the on the face. Okay. Uh, probably the... I understand the compulsion to, uh, you know, feel jealous about, uh, you know, it's probably the most technology-advanced piece of equipment I own. Do you look at this person? Do you do you look at them any closer than just glancing? Uh, yeah, I look at him, you know. This is a very small man. This is a four-and-a-half-foot-tall man. So he's eyeballing my watch? He's going to go... The uh, the the little clicker. What what what's that do? Clicks. 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 As as he watches it, I want to move my hand slowly to my left side as I pull my. I've got my. And he'll lean around you to peer and follow your hand. I've got my jacket there, and so he's not in front of me. He's 
he's beside you. Okay. And he's leaning in front of you to look at whatever you're doing. Alright. And, and he's order, still kind of muttering. I want to reveal the top of my flask. What's a... What a square, square, metal shiny. What that? Those are numbers. Numbers. Numbers are... Oh, they catalog. They keep track. What do you mean? Numbers order. Numbers make order of, of times, things, dates, people, places, items... Uh, concepts, memories, memories. I take a step back. He'll follow you. He moves closer. He's kind of peering up at you. He's definitely got a very weathered face. He's kind of grimy. There's not a lot of facial hair, but there's a little bit of bristles on his mustache and his chin. Uh, I'm sure we've we at this point now because yeah. it's not as quick. Pivoting back. What the back. fuck is Stain doing over there? Yeah, Eddie's. Eddie's with the midget. Eddie's aunt has taken Eddie's mother and is taking her to the car. So going back, he's going to reach out and touch your flask. Oh, no, I'm not going to let him touch the flask. Okay. What do you just gonna, smack his hand? I'm going to be like, I'll step back and say, you mind? Uh, mind, mind, uh, thoughts, thoughts or minds. Hmm. Gentlemen, I think we step in. This does not look like it's going the right way. I cover the flask, but I feel I'm going to say, I'm here to pay my respects. I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I strongly suggest you, uh, keep your distance. So you guys approach and you enter just in time to hear him say, uh, uh, Eddie, Eddie can't be found by looking. Who said that? The little man. The well, small is, is man. He, is, he a, is he a midget? Yeah, he's a little person. Okay. S- S- Silas, what's what's going on here? Eddie can't be found by looking. Al, long time no see. Silas, how's, Jimmy. how's it going? Oh, hey. Jimmy, who's Al? Yeah. Oh, that's Al. All right. That's how long it's been. You, you've been drinking, <laughs> I've been drinking a while already, yeah. Steen, right? It's, you, you came loaded? It's Jimmy. It's all. It's Small man will say, numbers, metal, flask. It's all Jimmy. All right, what's your, what's your character? Johnny. Johnny. Jimmy and Johnny. <laughs> this Wait, is why I wanted wait, wait. name cards. Yeah, everyone else wrote the names down. Do, do Just I, well, yeah, but the I drunkard didn't. <laughs> Johnny, 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 we gotta talk. Perfect. That's Jimmy. We're twins, right? That wasn't cool. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny, Jimmy. We need to talk. You're into that investment thing, right? We can talk later. Okay. Silas, that can can be late. What were you saying about Eddie? So at this point, the small man is crouched down beside the open grave, and he's kind of pulling at the, the, the... grass on the edge and he'll look back at you and he'll say and i'll crouch down too eddie uh you won't find him by looking uh the the last of uh, the last of the three the three the last of the three will will yield i'm gonna pull out like a little notebook the last of the three will yield uh, and he'll point it at your wristwatch albert and go clicky clicky numbers time i look back at time. that i'm not sure what the fuck he's talking about is digital and then he'll actually poke your shoelaces, Jimmy, and and he'll kind of pull the the bow out if you let him. I'm Johnny. You're Johnny. <laughs> I'm Jimmy. Nice, <laughs> Johnny, Al, Jimmy, Silas. You want to you want to take the faceplate, the nameplates? I wanted the nameplates. Josh. So while, while this is going on, I'm gonna take the flask. I'm gonna take a switch. I'm gonna pull the flask out. I'm going to pour a little bit onto the cast, and then I'm going to take a swig Okay. for Eddie. I'm straightening my tie and my collar from when uh, I was assaulted previously and just mm. kind of Yeah, your sighing. cheeks kind of are warm. Yeah, it's like yeah. somebody's actually honor, uh, uh, giving uh, Jimmy the time of day on his, you know, out there theories. So uh, I'll, I'll look, you, do I recognize this this person? You've never seen this no. man before. I, 
what what do you what do you mean? Do you know something about about Eddie? Is uh, why, who who what's your name? He's trying to to tie back the bow on Johnny's shoe now. Um, oh, and yeah, he's no, ignoring I, you. The other gentleman that's I'm, there, I'm that's lower. The grave attendant yes. is trying gotcha. to lower it as quickly as possible. So as, as, as I notice him, I'm like, Frank, that you? Uh, hey, hey Al. How, how the hell did you get this? Hey, hey, I just thought of something. Stop what you're doing. Uh, Bring it back up. Just mm, real quick. Bring no, it back up. No, I'm not allowed to do that. Sorry, Al. Come on, Frank. You you, you know us. You know us from back when. This is you know? Maine's. There's all this laws. I don't want... I, no, I'm not, All right, no. you, you can do the touching. You you know what we're going to do if you don't? I, uh, You know, I don't think it's worth it, to be real honest with you. Oh. There's a... What's Eddie's mom's name? Her name is Norma. Hey, don't look now, but I think I see Norma. I'm definitely not bringing it back up if Norma's coming back over. Stan, uh, what the fuck are you doing? The small man is going to stand up now and sprint it towards the woods. What? Who? Look Frank, just one shot. Just one shot. Lift. Lift. Absolutely not. No, and if you guys don't leave, I'm going to call the authorities. I'll, I'll stand Our up and look at Frank. Still tied. One of them is very poorly knotted and in a mess. <laughs> okay, so I'll crouch down and fix that. Frank, come on. Just, can we do, we just want to One look. You, you could be the one that opens the casket, Frank. You, Jimmy. Come on, guys. Frank. There ain't no one around. Look, look around. There ain't He's no going to pull his cell phone out. I'm going to call them. I'm going to call Cheryl, and she'll come down here and arrest all of you. I'm not lifting this back up again. I'm not going to do that. Don't it's call us. Cheryl. And then the coffin thuds on the bottom, and he picks up a shovel meaningfully. Frank, please. I. I Seriously, get out of here. I'm calling. And he'll start dialing with one hand. Guys, let's go. Okay, fine. Frank, you could stop. We're going to go. Do you, can, I, can I ask you, do you know who that was? It just ran off into the woods. It was a leprechaun. Who? The the, the the little man that was here just a minute ago. He you, he was right here. We were talking to him. No. I've never seen him before. He must have been from out of town. Get out of here. Seriously. Alright, guys. We should we should just go. Why have we been asked to leave? We're, we're paying our respects to a uh, long lost brother. Johnny, you're going to get this like shiver down your spine. And you know... 100% to the core of your being Eddie's still alive you just know that and you have a feeling that you now need to share some information that you have go ahead and open the slip of paper that you had come on Jimmy the grave attendant is furiously shoveling the dirt okay. so maybe on second I'm walking out Frank you know you need to pull the ribbons out first from under the coffin okay so I, I start to walk away and then I, I stop and I, I look back. Uh, did you want me to just read this out loud? Or? I actually wanted to give Josh some space if he wanted to react oh, to okay, the so, yeah, yeah. Well, my question was, like, was there an autopsy or anything? Or do we not know? Do you ask that to the group? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have really thought about that before, I guess. But. They didn't They didn't bring up shit on the, on the TV. Were there any, news reporters? Any photos? Slight. Who told you guys? I, I caught it on the evening news. So... I'm gonna turn, start walking, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at Silas, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, guys, c- come come this way, Stain. When I when I say I need you to go take that cell phone, we have to see Jimmy. I ha- we have to know that cell phone. Who are you talking about? He's about to call that. He's gonna call the cops if we do what we're about to do. What's the Undertaker's name? Frank. So I need you to go over to Frank. You take. You don't that remember cell Frank? Phone. You're behind us in school? Out of character, I was asking. He's the one that we tossed in the garbage cans. 
He hates you guys. Oh, uh, no. I saw the autopsy report. You did? I have to see that body. He was... I don't think he's in there. The autopsy report, they, they checked... Stain, they checked his teeth. It, it, the report said it matched. He was ten years older than when checked he left. Checked his teeth? For what? For dental stain, we'll get to that in a minute. Just the point is, we have to see the body. I have to know if it's correct. I only saw the report. It said he was out there for 10 years. 10 years running around, doing something. His body was laced with high levels of TNT, DNT, and all these other chemicals I can't even pronounce. Now, Frank. Was- now, Frank. Frank. Wait. Stain, get the hell out of here. Hey, I know you got a job to do, but hey, hey. It's been a long. I don't get up to these part of the woods very often, but you know, I like to pay my respect because I pull my coat back and Kentucky Crack. It's called. You're still making shine. Oh no, I'm making the shine. Say, filter through a specific layer of onion peels. Two minutes, and then you leave. Promise. Got a fresh case in the trunk. Okay. All right. And he'll push the button to hoist it back up again. Well, that's better than I just I look thought. at you guys. We wait yeah. for the two minutes for it to get up. That's it. Uh, right back uh, <laughs> Say it will. And I so it's it's at level again. So I'll, I'll I'll get down and take a deep breath, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look around. He's I'm, he's purposefully loitering yeah. in the direction of your oh. car. All right. So and then I'll brace yourself, and I'm gonna open it up. There, there is a corpse in there. There is a waterlogged, mostly rotted corpse. It is of a man of small stature, like Eddie was. There's some scraps of brown hair still clinging to the skull, but this is more of a skeletal remain than any kind of like body that you could recognize. Are you looking for anything in particular? So, uh, how much do we know about? Is he, is, did they do anything the to his corpse? Did they put him in any clothes? Is he in he, what he died? He in? is in the the same suit that he was in the in the photo. The one that's beside the grave. And it's a new suit. It's not. It didn't rot on him. It's the same suit from the photo, but it's not what he was wearing when he went missing. All right. So, so it's, it's so been it's preserved. A, it's a, all right. Good. And yeah. so I'll tell everybody. And I'm not even probably paying attention to you guys much. I'm saying he. The report said that when they found his body, he was wearing the same shirt and presumably the same underwear that he was caught. That he be. We were out there you with. all know that his mother uh, sewed his initials into most of his garments. It said they found the initials there. They were still present, and he had a... And I'll look down, and I'll pull the pant leg back to look and see if I see the broken bones. You can make out a healed mm-hmm. break in the leg in the same place that Eddie broke his leg. You we all, all we all know that break. You mm-hmm. all remember when Eddie broke his leg? Yeah. Are we all standing around this but thing? But Johnny, or? you know he's alive. You're certain. Here he is. So kind of, yeah. I mean, I'll kind of look around, feel kind of cold, cold on the back of my neck, and mm-hmm. glance around the the clearing just to see if. I just I just start crying. I'm just like it's really him. He's he is dead. Are we all standing around this thing? Yep. So because Frank went over to the car. He's loitering in that direction. He's he's meandering. And what about like you know? I mean, we just popped the lid on the casket. Right? Did around. anyone else? I'm looking around to see if anyone else noticed us popping the lid on this thing. We're all standing There's around this thing. Everyone Especially else. Normal. Yeah. Was it not still? In, oh, we we lit. So the it, rest yeah. of the of the funeral party has moved to the wake. So they've yeah. they've all okay. driven off. Okay, they're all gone. So it's uh, just us and the Undertaker. Correct. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So I'm <clears> I'm <throat> just gonna be looking down uh, as I'm crying. I'm just gonna start basically shouting from like low to high i'm gonna be like you were out there for you're shouting this 10 years 
Frank looked and back. And you couldn't come home? You couldn't find your way back? Eddie! Jimmy. Why? What? Jimmy. What Jesus. happened to you? Bring what did in. he do? You had to. You couldn't fight back. You were stronger than this. Wait. What did that creature? Did the creature? Did, did the Mothman do this to you? How, how could he? Oh God, Jimmy. Come and on. I'm just. I'm shouting, and I'm just. At that point, I just start shaking the like corpse. Frank oh, is. Frank is watching you guys. So I'm, gonna, now. I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna lean in and grab Jimmy. Come on, man. Come out of there. Come out. I'm gonna go. I'll fight for a second. And then let go. I can't. It has to pay. It has to pay for what it did to him. Ten years he suffered. He's laced with TNT. He's laced with all these chemicals. He was stuck there. Something kept him there. This creature, this fucking moth man. You tell us what the those chemicals being in the remains means. Well, uh, so and I'll yeah both. We'll, all of those bunkers out there, all of them in the oh, sorry, I forget what it's called. The ordinance works. Yeah, the ordinance. Yeah, the ordinance works. They have all of those, all of those igloos. He must have been living in them. He 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 had to have been out there. I I did the math. I have. I can show you all. I well, he always I, he always loved those caves and all that. You know all the uh, igloo, all the area around the igloo. But why wouldn't he just come back to town if that were the case? Why, why, if if he was just living out there, why wouldn't he just come back? For the same reason I've been trying to tell you all these years, Johnny, because something was keeping him out there. I know you and you, mom, dad. I know all of you think I'm crazy. I know you are tired of hearing my calls. I've called each of you to try and tell you. I know you haven't heard from me in a while. I haven't seen you since your wedding. I just. I tried to tell you there was something wrong. I tried to get you to come with me to find him. Well, even if he was out there for ten years, that doesn't mean it's the Mothman. I mean... But what it means is, is we could have done something. What it means is, is I kicked the side of the coffin. That ain't Eddie. Frank starts to come back over once you kick it. You can't kick it! Are you kidding? I'm gonna I'm gonna try and meet him as he starts to head this way to kind of head him off and be like go over and open up the trunk. He will Once, follow you. Yeah, I agree with Stain, but don't let that give you any ideas, Jimmy. They could have just thrown any corpse in here. I mean, a break in the leg isn't proof of anything. We we have to figure out what happened. I I know you guys are probably tired of hearing, but just just come. You're here. Can I ask you to come back to my place? Just I, I have something I can show you. I can show you the, the maps that I've made, all of the information I've collected. I I know where we need to go search. We could go and look. Check the teeth! We could go the find... The teeth! We could find what happened or maybe some clues or something. There, there has to be something out there and maybe we can find that son of a bitch creature and... I don't know. We're older now. We're stronger. Maybe we could do something. Maybe we could talk to the person who did the autopsy. Start at the morgue instead of running around in the woods in the middle of the night. And over at the at your car, Frank is like, you know, it was, I, it was a weird thing. What was? Well, you know, like it wasn't. It wasn't just Eddie's bones that came up. You know, it was all those animals, all those critters. Yeah, right. I never seen. So it was like a biblical almost. People going missing all the time back in the woods. People sink to the bottom of the river. Oh, that's the weird all thing. All different kinds of reasons. 
that you know i i kind of expected more than just eddie but it was just him and then all those like deers and birds and stuff you mean to tell me you really believe that's eddie in that car, in that box I don't, no I, I don't know. Doc says it's that. Eddie. And, and the government's got him. The government's got him. Stain does not Stain. help <laughs> Stain. The government's got him. Got him some small. They're performing experiments on him, trying to extract information. And we got to rescue him. You ain't changed a bit. It, You're the same what. old Stain. No, All right. Matter. I know it. I know it. I feel it in my bones. He's going to start with, with the creative of the Kraken. He's going to start moving back towards the grave. Hey, you, you, you didn't you did this for me. You didn't uh, touch that grave, you know? I'll tell you what, though, I got, you know, I, I can feel orders on this stuff. <laughs> okay, pivoting uh, back to the graveside. Johnny, I have the reports at my at my house. I I, I bought the off autopsy reports off of Henry over there. I I have the reports of what what the doc where we could talk to the doc, but they're they're not they're not going to talk to us. I I've tried, I, I I tried. The best I could do was buy the reports off of them. That already cost me far too much. <laughs> I just so what are you proposing exactly, Jimmy? Just, just, just hear me out. I just come back to my house. Just let me show you what I have, and then let's just we'll we'll just go we'll go out there. We'll go for a quick look. I I just I need I need you guys. I I know I know we haven't talked in some time, but I I need your help, and you're here. I know I couldn't get you here, you know, I couldn't get you here, but, but Eddie has. If, if this is his, if this is him, then we can't just let what happened just go. Are you telling me you're going to be able to go back to your big investment, whatever you do, and just let this die? No, frankly, Jimmy, I mean, you know, any other day I'd think this was the grief talking. I mean, you know, there's a lot of... Uh unpackaged emotions here I believe that we all have to deal with but for some reason you know I think you might be on something and you know I gotta admit it just doesn't feel right to me it feels something feels like something's off here exactly exactly brother you need my help I'm here Al thank you thank you yes now we just gotta we just gotta get stained to, and Shane and Frank will will rejoin the group at this point. So I'll I'll, I'll go to Frank. I'll say Frank. Frank, th- thank you. I. You guys got to clear out now. We we will. I I owe you one. You I said it. get out of here. We will. Can you enjoy that now? Stain, let's Thanks, let's Frank. go. We gotta we gotta yeah, we talk to you. Just give Frank a case of water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Part two is Frank coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't the moth, man. It was Frank. All along. <laughs> Real stuff's under the back seat. Uh, so, so as we, as we're leading, I'll say, Stain, we're gonna we're gonna go meet meet at my place. I, I have some stuff to show you guys. We're. Uh, yeah, did you get the teeth? The, the what? You said the teeth. That's how. I mean. But no, no, they did. They did the dental. Stain, I have the dental. Records. It, I have all the information at my house. That's what I'm going to show you. And then it, uh, Al and Johnny are going to come look, and we're gonna we're gonna go out into the woods. We, we need we need you to come with us. You're you're the best. You've always been the best going out there, oh, surviving. Woods. Okay. We're going we're going on a field trip. Okay, I get that. So uh, I'm, here here's my address. Uh, I'm gonna 
I'll I'll stop at the store get some get some sodas like like old times and just I'll meet you there soon. Johnny, you good with with riding alone instead of riding the other? I'm gonna go with Jimmy. You think you get some of them uh, pickled eggs? Sounds good. Yep, Stain. Don't don't think I, I forgot about those. Don't I don't think any of us were. Yeah, his favorite. I appreciate the, the okay. company now. Of course. And so we, we re-begin again uh, at your home with pickled eggs and soda. Why don't you... <laughs> oh, yes. Pork rinds. Yeah. Why don't you describe um, to we us... Got, we got the Dr. Skipper. <laughs> Dr. Skipper and pickled hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. Hard-boiled. Uh, pork rinds. So, so my house uh, is a bit in shambles. There are newspapers, stacks of newspapers all over. There's all kinds of books. I have multiple bookshelves with all kinds of books. You'll, you'll, if you peruse through them, you're going to see a whole lot on on the Mothman. Some local authors, some not local. On the walls, you're going to see... In the living room, not as much. There, there might be a couple of posters of stuff from when we were kids, but they've been all like overlaid with a whole bunch of other things. And then in my, my study area which is just converted bedroom you're gonna see the wall the one wall is taken up with a giant like multiple print put together map of our area with all kinds of tacks and strings and news clippings and for you know sightings of the mothman here other walls will have like sightings from elsewhere of the mothman and just all manner that you know, multiple tables just scattered with papers some of them scrawled in my handwriting you know some prints out printouts all kinds of stuff you'll see plenty of printouts from the internet a couple computers and so i'm just we're, we're in on my study and with pickled egg in my hand you know taking a bite all right now look so the flood from all the reports the flood came this camera on here this camera on can they see us <laughs> there's no no there's the camera's off there's, you sure there's no, yeah yes oh oh you know what? i i know i'm well enough i come over and take a sticky note and just stick it over the webcam good idea <laughs> and i'll say did there, there nobody's listening i'll, I'll just appease them say I, I i check for bugs regularly Nobody's nobody's listening. So, look. Hey, is he serious? <laughs> this, this is normal. So Dude, then, I'm not we're, saying yeah. that loud, but so then. these these are all different we'll sightings of the Mothman. This is you know he's you know he's been sighted all over the U.S. But but here this is this is the home. This is the home base. This area, Point Pleasant, and you know so here here's where we went out. Theoretically, we were somewhere in this area. You know when we were traveling when Eddie was taken. And here, over here, you can see, you know, you see the town. Christ, Stain, is that spot where you hit Crystal the first time? <laughs> you got that, why you got that mark, Jimmy? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say. That is a good question. That is, has something to do with the Mothman that has nothing to do with that. Anyway, <laughs> moving forward, this over here, this is the West Virginia Ordnance Works. From the maps that I've cobbled together, this is roughly where the town is, and they don't. It was hard to find exactly where all the igloos was. They didn't exactly have that. I had to delve pretty deep even just to find a few of them. But here's where a couple of them are. Now the flood says that it swept from this river, it overflowed, and it came this direction. Based you know, on you know, out in the west, uh, Jimmy, they, they worship this thing that walks around the woods. I think they call them uh, Sasquatch. Okay. Yes. Well. One cryptid at a time. That's all the way on the west coast. Don't worry about the Sasquatch, whatever. Anyway, the Mothman. That's what we're focused on. He 
is in this area and, 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 and Eddie had to come from over here. The levels of all those chemicals in his body, he had to have been in an igloo over here. And based on the trajectory of the water, it had to be either one of these ones I, I know of or another one along those lines. You ever considered the fact that maybe Eddie wasn't uh, taken by the Mothman and maybe... Maybe the, maybe the feds got him and performed experiments on him, injected him with, with different chemicals to see what the reaction might be. If someone wants to pull two blocks, you can learn something. I'll pull a block. Okay. And I'll pull one, too. Decision, decision. So, yeah, you guys come so, into this childhood friend's house, and it's disgusting. It's humid. It's 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 kind of smelly. There's weird shit everywhere. How are we feeling? Doing real well for yourself, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, it's not a... I'm sure your place is much nicer. Johnny, but um, you know, I, I make do with what I have. You know, I still, still got that that night job. Um, they they let me have a few days off this week to grieve. But yeah, you know, you know, I, I, I make do. You know, I don't have uh, mom or dad coming over anytime to see any of it. So yeah, we could, missed you at Christmas last year. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, I missed you guys too. Um, but but yeah, this is this this is. All of it. It's it's here. The answer is here. And I've been trying to figure it out. And now that you guys are here, I can we can I can we can go into the woods. We can go here. So, so there that was two successful pulls. Yeah. Stain, you're looking at this kind of strange compilation of maps. And something that the, the small man said to you about the the last of three will yield. At the Ordnance Works, there's three very large buildings that are labeled, you know, factories one through three. Mm-hmm. And they kind of even go in like a little line. You know, that little fellow there at the uh, funeral, he, he said something about uh, the yield of three. I'm just, as I'm like going, I'm going to stop and say, what? What? Didn't you see the little fellow run off into the trees? Little guy. Yeah, yeah, he was he's he was talking about Eddie. What what did he say? I, I didn't catch everything. Uh, let me think here. Um, what did he say? The last of three will yield. The la- the last of last of three yield like 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 or like ordinance yield. Well, I don't, I don't know what that means, but I see here on this picture there's three buildings there, and he was talking about three somethings. Last of last of three, last of three, and I'm gonna look at all the other ones I have. There's just a couple over here, but there should be ones farther over that way. There should be. That would be the last, last in the row of those are the those are one through three. Is that is that where we have to go? He did he say anything else? Uh, no, I think uh, I think uh, Johnny scared him off. And I'll look, and as I look, is that within the trajectory that I? Yeah, yeah no, no. If if and I'm just gonna take like several other pins, and I say, well, if we assume that this is where. The, the yield of three. So these three, if the water came this way, then, then these ones, and I'll just take a few tacks and throw them away. Those ones would be out. And then these ones, these ones would work. But what about that conflicting? No, 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 no. That, that, that's fine. And I'll tear off a couple newspaper clippings. It has to, it has to be. He's right. These three would be it. So Al, this is someone that you trust and, and love. This is a good friend of yours. Yep. What's going through your mind as you're watching him kind of scrabble around basically spiral i've got to wonder what's been going on with him for the last few years i'm feeling like maybe i should have returned one of those phone calls by now uh, and actually yeah now i think i'm gonna i'm just gonna like kind of slap around behind me are you near me at all (laughs) yeah what i'm doing that bigger room what i do no no what i'm doing is looking for you and i just like kind of hit back and i say 
Al, Al, this, this is it. This is, this is it. He has to, he has to have been living there. If we lost him here, it would make sense that he would have made his way. This, this could be it. These are marks. These might be even intact. So you're. You know, kind of fits with my my theory. So you're you're thinking somebody held him in one of the three bunkers there. I I don't know factories. I don't know what happened. Whether the whether the Mothman oh, the screwed the his ignorance. brain up. Yeah. Factories. There's, the factories. There's reports of, of of people seeing the Mothman and and it messing with their with their mind. He he could have. He could have just witnessed some spiral in psychosis. He could have just been stuck out there. Maybe that's why he didn't come back. Is well, we we have to go out there. We need to go out there. We need to check for maybe there's maybe there's levels of the the, the chemicals. Maybe they're really high up there. We could John, find John. John, you heard what Al said, right? Bunkers. Who makes bunkers? The government. Yes, the government made them and they hid stuff in there. But yes, it. Theoretically, that means they would be intact, which could be. We could find where he lived. Maybe he wrote on the walls. Maybe we could find something that would explain what happened. Jimmy, if that flood came through there, it would have washed everything out. If he, not, if he scrawled into the side of concrete, if he if he you're, etched you're his way. You're assuming he went crazy. I don't know, but I we have to figure this out. We owe it to Jimmy to look, even if we don't get anything. Something that yeah. makes sense to you, Albert, is yeah. that. Yeah. That area. Did I see Jimmy? Yeah. Eddie is what I meant. That area is pretty abandoned, and there's a lot of places where you could keep someone. You know that there's. I know that. Yeah. We've been up there. We might have buried. You haven't been to the ordinance work. Not to that area. Yeah, but you know all about it. Okay. One point of clarity, Jimmy. If we all believe that's not Eddie's body, which I firmly believe, then whose body was the autopsy done on? And the chemicals. No, I, I, I think. I think that was, I think that was Eddie, in the in the in the ground. It, it, everything matched the the leg. What what are the odds that somebody else would have that break? The same dental records. There's no there's no reports of the Mothman changing dental records. He, but what we need to do is go and find if there's any evidence of what happened to Eddie. So you're willing to accept he was alive out there, ten years, but maybe not seventeen. Well, his his body was ten years older, unless. Yeah. So no, my could, point is, he if he's if he was out there for ten years, he could be out there still, and you know this whole thing could be a smoke show. I mean, I I guess theoretically, if you were to work on a corpse like that, and then I'll go over to like a journal, uh, like like shove some papers over, and it's like the one journal that I actually wrote down, like you know, like what if this corpse? It, it looks new. Like I just bought it, uh, and it's got like the what if not Eddie, and you'll see actually I pull out the file from the, actually I would have showed you guys already the coroner's file, and I like go in and I look at notes in the file, and I say, I, I mean, I mean, Johnny, it's it's possible, but it's what it would take to, to replicate a corpse like that, to aging, everything, uh, Unless well, you saw, or you you saw on the news, how many other corpses, animal corpses, washed up. Who's to say there wasn't another corpse or two of a human? I mean, they they always did warn us about, you know, folks living living out there, you know, drifters and whatnot. I mean, you know, we went out there. There's bad Might people out there. Place to bury a body. How long ago was the flood? Did the flood rip through? The flood was recent, within the last couple months. So then, we could at least. Well, and then I'm starting to like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm starting to hear that these guys each really have drastic like 
They're all wrong. It's the Mothman. But okay, fine. Let's play their game. I'll say yes. Okay, let's. If he's still alive, or if this was a cover-up by the government, or sure. or if drifters took him, he, there, there, there should be some evidence out there. Not a lot of people go out there, and if there was etchings or scrawlings or some evidence of him, why would they disturb it? What reason would anybody other than if somebody took him, maybe, but it's so far out there. If there was a murderer, they could have just left it. Who's going to go out there exploring? Let's just go out there, guys. We, we Together, we can go out there. We'll have each other's backs. We'll just... It'll be... It'll be like back then. We'll, so how we'll deep in Eddie. the forest is this? I mean, you you know these maps. How far are we going into the uncharted area? Are we going it's, on private property? It's, well, it's government past, property. Past the TNT area, you'll be traveling about five miles. It's not very far. The train we, track? We we have to go we have to go about five miles out you know it's, it's you know I know we're not we're not young men anymore but we're not we're not we're not old men we we could still make that trip easily. Is it woods or swamp? Both. It might be a little swampy now after the flood too. You know what I think we ought to do, with you know in in lieu of you know in in consideration of recent events, I always like to clear my mind before we make big decisions like this. I think we ought to go capture some bullfrogs. Cap, just hands in my head. We don't. Then we don't have time for that. We could go out. We could go out tonight. Mm-hmm. The flood happened so recently. I don't want anything, you know, anything more, to, you know, decay. You all go frog hunting tonight. Well, Johnny, you have a plane to catch. If we find frogs, we might have frogs. There, there, there should be frogs out there. We'll, we'll find some frogs on the way. Let's just we'll, we'll get ready. We'll get all the when stuff we need, life. and we'll we'll head out there tonight. Uh, we'll we'll try and head out before <laughs> it gets dark. That way we can Damn get it. there. And you know it'll be an easy trek. It's 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 I wet out there. We'll be able to, boots. you know, find our way back easy. Even if we get a little turned around, we just have to follow our tracks back. All right. Well, if we're going to do this. I mean, uh, you know, there's obviously going to be a you know, government, maybe military personnel out there. Uh, you got you got a piece. You know, we might have to protect ourselves. I d- no. I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't own a gun. I, you don't own a gun. No, but I I got. I'll I'll like. Pull apart a few a few books, and there's like a little space b- behind it, and I'll pull out a box, and I'll say, "Well, I got, I got this," and I'll set it down, and I'll say, "Before, before Eddie passed, or before Eddie got lost, uh, I, I went over, I was over at his house, and he somehow he somehow bought this himself." Alan, Jimmy, this is familiar to you. And I I saw it one day, and I couldn't I couldn't imagine how normal would let him have this, and. He must have paid extra or something because it's got a fun little engraving on it, and I'll, I'll lift, I'll lift, I'll open it, uh, and you'll see that it's this big, large Bowie knife that has like Eddie rules with a Z on it, like carved into it. And I was like, I, I just, I, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't have, but I knew after he got lost, his his mom would be, would be mad if she found this, and I, I didn't want her to. Have a negative image of. No, I Betty. think you done good. I think you done good so, keeping it. You know how to use that. I've 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 messed around with it a little bit. <laughs> you, so, don't, you don't see the the piece of wood in the back that has all the stab marks in it. Jimmy, uh, neither Johnny or I got boots. I say we go down to Odell's, head over there, grab yeah, boots, we'll, maybe we'll, grab a couple other things, we'll come back, we meet some, back, and I I'm thinking we don't wait till tonight. Yeah, no, no, no. We should Eddie leave as soon as possible. Yeah, yes, Eddie, Eddie could be waiting for us. We should go out as soon as possible. Catch, get, get as much light as we can. Um, I, I have a small, 
I have a small little, you know, get up and go bag for myself, but we do need to get some other things. And I'll pull out this bag and I'll open it up, and you'll see like a flashlight and some like some like traveling gear. Tell you what, you, you text me, let me know what you need. We're gonna head out now. Stain, you got this. Got what? Him. Well, I'll go shopping with you. You gonna come with? Yeah, uh, make the I four mean, of us go. You don't, don't have a go bag in your trunk already. Together, I mean, <laughs> like yeah. I need to make sure y'all, you know, are getting the right accoutrements for uh, being out of the woods. I maybe I should stay back and I can I can I can compile some of this and take the map down, make some copies. I can get I can get the map and everything we could need. So I'm giving like a like a open look with my eyes at, at Stain and at Johnny. Like, are we gonna leave him alone? Man, what we made? You know, they got these things called uh, these things they do now called uh, interventions. You haven't seen anything? And I'm just over at the table, just like. <laughs> Like well, gathering I, stuff and like holding right. up maps. I think so, it'll be okay. All right, so Jimmy, he's you, been on his own for a while. I, I'm gonna get you. So Jimmy, you you got this. We'll, we'll head down. Yeah, come yeah, back. Uh, be sure grab um, grab some food. You know, if if Eddie's alive, he might need uh something to eat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll drop by the DQ on the way back. Yeah, sounds 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 good. Uh, I'll I'll get everything ready here. I'll get the maps. Eddie and always everything. liked them blizzards. Uh, I'll, I'll laminate some maps for us. So, so yeah, you, you. I'll see you guys soon. With the flood. As we're walking out the door, I'm asking the other two. He's got a laminator. <laughs> the flood. With the flood's going to make a lot of the uh, a lot of the, uh, the wildlife, uh, you know, run out of element. Probably plenty of roadkill if we don't want to pack too much food. Foul. Terrible. All right. Whose car are we getting in? Johnny's or Stain's? Why do I imagine Johnny having like a really nice sports car? I've got an old, yeah, I've got I mean, an old beat up Cadillac. Well, you said you know. flew in, so it's a rental. Oh, you flew yeah. in, but, right? So it would be probably yeah something nice and and well kept. Being a rental, it probably looks pretty clean and has four seats, four four door sedan maybe. <laughs> okay. I've, got a, I've got a Cadillac with with bench seats in it. You know, it's a kind and of some a beater. Some horns. Know, it's got a four fifty four on it. I think yeah. for this one, we we take uh, we take Johnny's rig. Going into town. Yeah, and we, we can run through town. Uh, l- let me know what are you purchasing and. Well, so does does Jimmy end up sending me so, a list? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll send you basic like you know like exploration things. So you know, flashlights because we're gonna be out at night. Some lantern, you know, flashlight and lanterns. Um, you know, compass. I, I'm rope. literally listing rope. like exploration. It's some a fifty foot we need to go of into rope. A long deep hole in the ground. We need rope. <laughs> He's looking at the miscellaneous equipment. I do not think we need an ice axe. I'm going to scratch that one off. (laughs) Um, A handheld wood saw. What is is Odell's? uh, Odell's the the, uh, Ace Hardware. Mm-hmm. It's basically, the Lumber hardware. True value. Do they've got inside Odell's? Is there a? Uh, if I remember right, uh, Mrs. Odell ran a little, uh, little small little cafe out of the back there where she had those uh, cookies, those minced meat pies. Yeah, man, yeah. sounds a, good. A I'm crowbar. still saying we stop at the DQ. Oh, DQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, a crowbar. We had more time. I'd say we stop at the Village Pizza Inn, but I don't know if we got the time. And you're just getting like a whole bunch of different texts as I think of them too. Uh, right, crowbar. Right, uh, and every one of them keeping by for the time period. I'm flipping over the thing. I'm like, Jesus, bolt he's cutters. good at texting. Uh, it's uh, the one where you have to hit the letter three times, get the last <laughs> yeah. letter. In the <laughs> How do you live that way? Sledgehammer. I don't know. Sledgehammer. 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 So if I'm gonna just assume we're getting typical things: flashlights, compass, maybe like a little first aid kit or something. Yeah, first aid. If it's anything that isn't just like a typical thing you'd imagine, like if you are gonna get like a you know 
rock climbing equipment. Maybe write Gopher that down. How, how advanced is Odell's? I mean, is it like a market? Picture or? like Pearson's. You could probably get. Ooh, Pearson's. Okay, some, we can get a, I can get a crossbow at Pearson's. Probably. Yeah, yeah. They, they. <laughs> you probably could. They'll, they'll have some things, but it's not like a, a sporting goods store. Okay, it's not sporting goods. It's but you could probably, supplies. you could probably get a shotgun there or whatever. Really? Shotgun. I feel like right. Pearson's has guns. Do they yeah, really? yeah, they do. I don't think they do. Aces has guns. Pretty. Ace has guns. Mm-hmm. Guns and knives. I don't think Pearson's has guns. I don't think they have guns. They do. They have guns in Pearson. Aces know. absolutely has guns. Ace got guns. Yeah. Pearson's. I don't know. I don't go there very often. Well. So yeah, if it's something funny or weird, write it down. Well, I think I want to. I think I want to. Uh, so if they don't have, do they have guns or don't they? They have guns. Oh, they got guns. All right. Because otherwise, I was going to try and get one of those slingshots, those wrist rockets. How serious you want to go? We can go to T and D's. Well, I mean, we got enough money for that kind of thing. How far? Well, I'm. I'm How much of a gun do you think you need? So it's, going in the woods. It's two p.m. It gets dark around. It starts to get dusk around six thirty here. How much do you think we need out there? I mean, seriously, taking out is crazy about this Mothman yeah, thing. What about do you think we need? We're going yeah. in the woods. Maybe some bug spray. Well, you got you, know, you got fly swatter. You got to watch out. You got gators. You got cottonmouths. You got um, I mean all kinds of stuff that uh, start creeping around at nighttime. The swamp's gotten that thick. I I mean I ain't kept up with it, but. You don't remember kicking over boards as kids? Yeah, but we ain't kicking over boards going over there. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some. Um, uh, we'll grab each of us one of them walking sticks with the spear point on the end. I want I want to get one of the little snake bite kits. Sure, if know. it's within your character's financial range, I'm fine with whatever you guys get. You guys can go crazy, but just keep well, in mind. I'm not if, going crazy. That's yeah. the key. You get a snake bite kit. Some. Um, some uh, some uh, surgical tubing. I'm gonna get a uh, three feet of surgical tubing. Okay. So when I they heard... got surgical tubing at Pearson's or at Odell's. <laughs> no. No. When I heard um, the funeral no, but there's was going gonna be on. there's gonna be plastic pipe. It ain't gonna be surgical tubing, but something no, sur- we can siphon gas. Yeah, surgical tubing. That's yeah. what he's thinking. They might have surgical tubing. Some kind of you know elastic tubing. Sure, you can find a tube that will suffice as surgical tubing. All right, and I'm gonna need some. Um, what uh, now, Pedro? Um, so Some when... Some that shit we can get over at Tractor Supply. Yeah. What are the little cubes? The little gelatinous, uh, flammable cubes? The little sterno cubes? The little fire... inside the lanterns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can yeah, get yeah. them. We can burn them little things, you know? We can get them, but we... I, I say we get flat... <laughs> it, 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 it ain't the 1980s. We can grab flashlights. Oh. Are their batteries gonna cause them to flicker at the worst possible moment? Oh, of course. Ideally. How long do you think batteries? We we don't have to get the ever ready. So we can get right. something good. I'm gonna grab two red sharpies. <laughs> two red sharpies. Um, and I do I do remember them black cat batteries, but there ain't no reason why we can't get something better like energy. The twelve volt. The, the twelve volt. ain't gonna kick out at six minutes, six hours. I mean, come on. And I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy a lighter. Is what I'm gonna buy. Okay. You got a lighter? So I like show up with like one. I've got a lighter, <laughs> two red, <laughs> two red. guys have like full batteries. You haven't been here a while. You're <laughs> off investing. Yeah, I'm like, okay, what? What did we come for beyond flashlights? Are you oh. in Oxfords or Brogues? Yeah, <laughs> and boots. Yeah, you and I both got I, boots. Yeah, I guess I'm just picturing boots. like a suit and then some boots. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't when bring too many changes of clothes, I wasn't planning on staying beyond the funeral. Yeah, Peter, what are you doing back at the house? So. Beforehand, when I had heard that the funeral was happening, mm-hmm. I anticipated that these guys would be here. I just hoped beyond hope. You so, had a feeling. You knew. Yeah. So I had recently paid off all my credit cards, 
And then I now went and used them to buy supplies because okay. uh, yeah, I knew I was hopeful we would go out. Got the math, manorator counter. So yeah, uh, so I have a, a crowbar, okay, lantern, flashlight, both. First, uh, yeah, yeah, both. And you're gonna carry all this into yes. the woods for yeah. five miles. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm that psycho. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I ended up with I ended up with snake bite kit, which has the venom, the the the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the snake venom, uh, the antidote in it. Okay, those can attach to my backpack. Three feet of surgical tubing, two oh. red sharpies, a lighter, and a large box of potato wedges, twenty four count to be exact. Okay. Um, That's all I need to go in the woods. First aid kit. Mm-hmm. I have my maps. Mm-hmm. My journal. You're like a walking. Uh, right? I have a, a bow, the Bowie knife because I have to take that for Eddie. Mm-hmm. Eddie rules. Uh, yeah, uh, a little hand axe because we're going to the woods. Uh, <laughs> and steel-toed shoes and a zippo. He's got all kinds of stuff hanging off yeah. his clothes. He's like, he's all I, I have a backpack that I slip the like crowbar and the axe into. I just look like I. It's not packed efficiently. Okay. I didn't. I didn't look up much how to pack it so much as just buying the stuff. All right. Uh, so before we leave yeah. any of the places that we're leaving, mm-hmm. I'm gonna text back that it mm-hmm. back to Jimmy okay. every time. Do you get anything particular or are you just picking up standard? I'm getting boots, flashlight, and then the other things that he's been telling me, rope, compass, okay. sledgehammer. You guys buying what are you bringing all this all stuff right, for? Johnny? I have no I just idea. got a boots, flashlight, and Swiss Army knife. Rope? Is anyone packing besides Stain? I, I, I got, to, I got They to. won't know that I am, but I, I, I told yeah, you before. Yeah, I never yeah you got the Glock. Oh, oh okay. yeah, I don't have a gun. Yeah, no, you okay? You just have the surgical tubing. Well, yeah, yeah I've got the, the, yeah, I've got everything on my and flask. Yeah, and I've got a flask. Yeah, I'm gonna have to fill the flask. Oh, I better write that down with the Kentucky Kraken. Uh, actually, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring two jars of Kentucky Kraken. Mm. Is it actually? You know what? I don't think. So you got a fisherman's vest, got a jar on each side. Well, Side I know, pocket. I got like a beer holster. <laughs> you can hang the hand <laughs> off of it. In mason jars. I'm yeah. thinking mason the head jars. thing. Whatever that oh, hat the, is, the, the helmet. helmet with the the tubes that come down. Well, I think I got that surgical tube. And then I do have my flask. Uh, I will have asked for someone to bring bolt cutters, but bolt cutters. Got it. Because if we're going to be breaking into places that might be sealed, they might be sealed with diesel, chain. Small diesel engine. <laughs> um, but I know I'm not taking the axe. Actually, I'm trying to whittle this down because I'm like, right. oh, I, I, I see you showing up with like a big backpack yeah. and all this gear hanging off. So I mean, all this you know, stuff. Like this guy really he does this a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, where are we? At? So we will will pick up at, at the the mouth of the TNT area. Yeah. Anything else they want us to do in town before we? Anybody write down any food? Anybody tell anybody no, where you're going? Drop by the DQ. We picked up stuff through the drive-through. Anyone be in like? If it ain't written on our character sheet, we don't have it. Um, yes, I think okay, that's true. Uh, then I will write down one MRE. DQ MRE. Because I, I got that and it has Eddie written on. it. So is anybody letting anybody know where you're going? I assumed that yeah. they were going to come I'm back. Kind of no, no, no. Also, I mean, are you telling anybody, relatives, family? Hey, no. I'm going deep into the woods. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let uh, Crystal know that uh, um, you know it's it's time. Uh, we're gonna go on uh, you know the uh, the fantasy draw you know for the, the draft for the fantasy uh, league uh, okay. starting this uh, week. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the weekend and uh, and uh, meet up with some of the boys and uh, you know we're gonna go out to camp, which is uh, where she knows camp is being uh, where our hunting spot is, where we just basically hang out. And we go out hunting for. So basically, there. Crystal has no idea where. So we're you're you're telling action. her where you aren't are. 
Yeah. Right, I'm telling what what Crystal knows is that I'm going to camp to meet up with the boys yes. because fantasy league. But camp means a different location than you're actually going yeah. to. You're and telling so, her where you are not. Yes. Right. Yes. I'm telling okay. her. Yeah. I'm telling. So her nobody where knows I'm. where you guys are. No. Nope. I, because I'm crazy, would have thought of something. Uh, I have, and I actually take it out of a locked drawer. It's it's a manifesto basically. It's a whole. It's all of my research condensed as much as possible. Okay. And the note that says I'm heading to you know the woods, and I basically now drawn on a map now that I have a general idea. You know this is where I you know went. If I, I'm not bad, if I do not return, and you find this, the Mothman has got me. You've been preparing yeah. for this for for decades. Yeah. This is how are you feeling as you're you're beginning this journey? I. I feel excited, to be honest, because I no one really talks to me anymore, and now I have, kind of have my my friends back around me, and we're going to go find Eddie. And well, regardless of what they actually think about me, I'm just trying to slip back into our old our old ways, uh, and just I just want to get out there. I want this. It's been 20 years. So I need talking to find about answer. yeah, talking about slipping back into old ways, Al. You you have become the boat <coughs> captain again. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're I get it. yeah, second. By arm. the way, I also would have grabbed a machete. I wasn't thinking a about machete. Well, we're going in the forest. Fair I enough. I invited you, uh, Jimmy, to the mac and cheese feed, but uh, you know, every time I seem to mention you, Crystal gets a little weird. I um, I I, I could get that. I could understand that. Um, I can't say she was the most warm at your guys' wedding. Um, but you know, guys like standing in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, 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 I think I told you I, I did appreciate you know the invite. The invite it was it was it was a it was it was beautiful ceremony. Uh, yeah, uh, how 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 is she doing? You guys, everything everything good at home? Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, as long as she doesn't get the way of me and my dogs, uh, you know, I think we're good. Because you can replace a woman. She ain't gotta be good looking, but I tell you what, you can't replace a good dog. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and infer where they are in their relationship based on that. <laughs> like, okay, uh, so it's it's good to hear it's go, going good. Um, good, uh, good to hear. And Johnny, uh, you really didn't think you'd ever be in these woods again. Where are you at? No, yeah, I'm I'm embarrassed about you know even humoring. Jimmy's uh, wild theories, but are you in Armani's with the boots or something? No, I mean I'm, I'm not doing that good. All I right. mean I'm not it's, doing it's that liquid. well. I guess yeah. you know right. I'm not I'm not investing myself. I'm investing other people's uh, money. Well, so that's that's like, normally how you make money. Yeah, I mean I, look know, at Bernie Madoff. It, it, it adds up, <laughs> but it, it takes a while. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not quite at that point. But so I got my um, I do I I am wearing a suit. I wore a suit to the. Mm-hmm. You're wearing a suit to the woods. I did, yep. I didn't have. I didn't bring clothes to stay the night. I was planning on, plan on staying. flying out. <laughs> you know, after the funeral. So I mean, I. You know. Do you bring up your flight to the group? Um, He's already yeah, brought it up I, once. I I did, yeah, I thought I did. He's brought it up in the car again. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so when yeah. is your flight? So I was planning on flying out this evening. Well, you know, like a late night flight, but I've already postponed that for for tomorrow morning. Okay. Look at this. When, Look at this city slicker. When we looks like a fucking Undertaker, doesn't he? <laughs> With them boots on, guys. We're coming. Look, he's, it looks like he's down at Reynolds play? Cemetery. You yeah. know, loafers or something. You know. <laughs> 
Um, he's not up at the nice place on. like like you know where we where we just put Eddie in the ground at, at Pleasant Ridge. He looks like he's gotten up at Reynolds. I think they even closed that thing up. <laughs> so when we're at the, I'm, I'm assuming we have to go to like a parking lot or somewhere near the woods. Like, so you had the option yeah. of using the TNT area parking lot, uh-huh. but you guys didn't use that before. It's not the TNT yeah. area, right? It's the oh, that's right, yeah. It is literally called the TNT area parking oh, lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So actually, yeah, we would we want to travel the same path we went before. Right. So you guys would pull up a minute, to right? a trail. <laughs> yes, it has. Why is it up? It's still there. You guys pull up to a trailhead that you haven't been to in a very long time. And and there is the sensation of, of something being missing. There there was a fifth and he's not here anymore. So walking into these woods, you're carrying not only the things that you bought, but also this this feeling like there should be something, you know, a step behind you that's not there. I too the potato wedges all the way. So okay. um, as we're all getting ready, mm-hmm. um, and everything's getting I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to, to Johnny. Uh, and uh, hey hey uh, hey hey Johnny, um I want to say thank you, you know, for for enter- entertaining this and, and coming down. Uh, I know, um, I know you and you, and mom and dad, are, are tired of of me. You're you're pretty, you're pretty done with me. I I, I get that and I, I understand it, but uh, you know, I am I'm not looking you in the eyes, by the way. I I have I I still appreciate it. So so thank you. Um, yeah, Jimmy, whatever you say, just don't look too far into it. Maybe um. Maybe if we if we figure this out, mom and dad will understand a little bit more. Maybe we can. One can only hope. Maybe I'll come to Christmas this year or something. But let's um, let's go find let's go find some evidence. Let's go find something. We'll, we'll and I'll pat him on the shoulder and walk away. <laughs> the woods are largely unchained mm-hmm. since you guys have been here last. It's more overgrown. But interestingly enough, the trails are a little more more worn than they used to be. And and you recognize this is probably from people visiting to look for the Mothman. Because he is, you know, a point of, of interest. There's 104 concrete igloos in this area. And each of them originally stored TNT. At this point, uh, a fair share of them have been opened and their contents have been either removed by the government or some of them even exploded and blasted the doors off. As you kind of poke your way through these trails, there's a couple places that are still sealed. They have the, you know, the big industrial locks keeping them shut. But there's just as many that are open. And, and you remember there being some graffiti from your, your youth, but looking in them now, they're they're plastered with, you know, obscene anatomical renderings and, and just different phrases and, and names and, and all that good stuff. On the walk-in. Any of you guys see that stupid fucking movie? The Mothman prophecy thing? Yeah. Came out about five years ago? Yeah, I did, I did see that. I, I, I did ridiculous. Yeah, I couldn't really... They, they got a lot wrong, or it <laughs> just it didn't... It's all wrong, Jimmy. <laughs> it's, it's all wrong. Well, well, it's probably why all these trails are reworn, right? Just, you figure people are coming out here to find their own prophecy. Yeah, no, I mean, people people have been trying to find him for a long time, and, you know, we but probably... But I'm assuming that movie kicked things up pretty good. Yeah, we did. We did see some increased tourism for for a little bit. Um, it died down. I um. There's quite a few locations in town that cater towards the Mothman fanatic, selling food or, or different things that have his face or name on them. The local pizzeria has a special Mothman pizza, 
specifically. Is there a Mothman Museum? There is. Yes, there is. There's yeah. actually two. There's also a movie called Harry and the Hendersons. About the people out west that worship the Sasquatch. <laughs> that they're Sasquatch. Them they're Sasquatches. Um, so, uh, so, um. I mean, what are you going to, you got a plan, uh, Jimmy? Uh, when we do meet the, uh, you know, Mothman. What are we going to do? Well, um. We got to we're gonna have we're gonna have a sit down. We're gonna have a campfire sit down with him and ask him what happened to our friend. Or are we gonna um, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna kill him? We're gonna call a taxidermy? What are we gonna do? I think I think that kind of depends on if we find what we find. If we find that who am I kidding? No, if you if you see that son of a bitch, if you see that abomination, we 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 we, we take it down. It, you hear a loud rustling in the brush ahead of you. Something is moving towards you fast, and it sounds large. Cougar! And I'll, um, uh, oh yeah, it's, uh, I'm gonna, I'm it's gonna be closer like, now. I pull up my I'm like going for my crowbar because it's the only thing, no, the, the Bowie knife, I just, they just pull it out. Through the branches, two men come out. They're wearing hiking <laughs> gear. One of them is <laughs> oh. clutching a handheld camcorder, and, uh. and they stop when they see you, and they say, Oh, you you guys should go back. There's something something big out there, something freaky. Who who the hell are you guys? Are you were you following us? Who no, we're come on, we're recording. Uh, oh, but there's like a I don't know some kind of big freaky owl or something. It's and I'm gonna screaming step, out I'm there. I'm trying to stay I'll out put, of the frontal arc of the camera. I forget that I have the knife out. I say, what do you what do you mean a big a large owl. What, what do you What do you mean? I just have it like down down like at my side. What do you, What do you mean a big? There's owl? something just. I, I don't know, man. I don't know what, what, what color was its eyes? It didn't, no, it wasn't the Mothman. It was just some big, big bird or something. It was up in the top of the trees. Did you Did you get it recorded? He'll go. I don't know. And then he'll kind of flip open his little camcorder. And and I'm just gonna. Sh- I'm gonna like try and shove my way over there and to look. I'll, I'll put the knife away. And so what oh, they no. show you is just a kind of a. Very shaky camera of, of bushes. God damn it. We're at, we're heading out. There's nothing there's no there's not really a Mothman. I'll look I'll I'll look at them and just shake my head. How are they dressed? They're dressed like hikers. They're wearing shorts, mm-hmm. little little fleece sweaters. Um, I'll say well how far how far actually I'll shake my head and say, How far did you go in? Probably mile mile and a half. I don't know, man. Did, did you make it here? And I'll point to the three. I'll pull out my map and like here. No, that that's that whole place is it, it's sectioned off. I thought I thought it was private property. It it is. Yeah, that that's well. No, nah, we're uh, just fucking around the TNT igloos. Oh, uh, yeah. No, this is for our for our vlog. Okay. Well, uh, it was nice talking to you. Whatever. Thanks for the warning. You guys should leave. That's what we're doing. Good. Good. Uh, have, have a have a good time with your blog let's go guys it's a, it's a vlog man what's a, what's a vlog it's they, they, they record themselves and put it on the internet they were recording they were trying to record us you think they could put us up on that airway thing i i don't did he say we were going into somewhere that was illegal after being recorded i don't think we we were, were they being recording right I mean, now. They were recording. Were, were they recording when they, they were? They were holding it. Okay. I'll say, hey. Let's make sure we're all clear. Hey, we're, were you camera. guys recording what we just said? <laughs> I mean. Did you record us? Maybe there's a little bit of you guys on the end of it. I'll, I'll say. Yeah, point point it over here. The camera? Yeah, point it over here. And he'll, he'll pull say, it up. 
We do not consent to you have you use that footage. Oh, great. Great, Jimmy. That'll stop him. Okay, man. Whatever. Pull out the surgical tube and just start wrapping around my fingers. They... <laughs> do you really do that? Uh, yeah. Uh, they leave. Quickly. <laughs> so, yeah. The, the hikers with the video camera, they leave immediately when you start brandishing tubes at them. And you continue into the woods. You know from your maps that there is a a main path that will lead you through the TNT igloos to where it kind of opens up to a swamp area with a with a kind of a large pond and then beyond that you can start following the road there's an actual road that leads to the ordnance works okay. you know Jimmy it was a good idea bringing these bolt cutters and just kind of watching Johnny and them in them slacks he's not going to be able to climb over the barbed wire Hey, no, no. Al, when you called me, you never told me we'd be walking through the middle of the woods. What? I didn't, I just, I needed, I didn't think we was going to be going through the woods either. It's your crazy brother. I say quiet enough, it's your crazy brother. We, it, it was, it was a good idea. I, I, you'll, you'll be fine. We, we should, you'll be fine. Let's, let's just, let's just get going. You know, we don't, we want to use as much light as possible. Uh, uh, you know, who knows what we're going to, what blocks we'll come up to. It's not until you reach the... It's called a pond, but it's really more of a small lake. It's, it's very large, but you realize as you approach this, this body of water that it has been absolutely silent around you. And what, what alerts you to that is that there's a crackling noise coming from the, from the water. And you crackling look, noise? Crackling, kind of like Rice Krispies right after you pour milk in them. What? Do, do you guys and hear that? I, I hear it. I... Wait, I have no idea and what that's that is. All you hear. Wait, probably the water's probably electrified. Where? Maybe a what? down power line. What stain? There ain't no power out here. What the fuck? Wait, wait. Do you guys? There's no power out here. There are no telephone poles in the woods here. Do you, Do you guys hear There's any? No, are there no lines birds? in the ground? Are there no? There no, no not a recreational. Not completely off the grid. Not where you are. Okay. No, I do not hear do nothing else. I don't hear. There ain't no birds. Bugs? There ain't no bugs. There ain't nothing. I, I swivel. I, I like frantically swivel around. Yeah. Well, was a mili- this was a military operation site. I right? get it. And the whole area is poisoned. It ain't like everything's going to be back here. So do we know? Do we know from the last time we've been from in here? Military? Are there normally? I mean, would would we remember that there are normally animal noises or not? So what you remember from your youth is largely colored by copious amounts of alcohol and lots of sweaty teenagers. I'm not certain that animal noises would have been high on your priority list, with the exception of Stain, who did spend a lot of time out here working on his duck calls. And what you remember is that there were ducks to call. <laughs> there were ducks to call. <sighs> and you are relatively certain that there is no electrical lines on paper. Officially, you have never found any record of electrical lines connecting to this body of water. There is a thick carpet of duckweed on the top of the water, and there's almost zero movement. There's a slight kind of, uh, you know, waving back and forth from the breeze over the duckweed, but it, it's still. What? What, are there any unusual odors, or is it just like stale water smell, like... It doesn't smell even like stale water. It just smells like the woods. There's a, you know, like a, a loamy, earthy smell. There's a, you know, the, the breeze is moving through. You're, you're just getting kind of normal forest smells. Okay. Guys, it smells like a normal forest. Now, uh, so then I'm going to move forward because uh, I want to know what that crackling is. So if nobody else is moving, I'm just going to kind of, and I find, I just imagine with the backpack on me, it's just like, 
I'm just like moving forward, changling towards the, the pond. Yeah, uh, Stain, you can make a pull to try to understand what this crackling noise is. Okay. And I can't pull from the top one. You can't pull from this or this one. Oh. Once this okay. one is full, you can pull from that one. It's yeah. just from the top most full level. And I'm sorry I missed that. Are we are we able to smell a chemical smell or anything like that? It just smells like a like woods. No, normal. All yeah. Right. The the standard is it include uh, does it include Wonderful. kind of the rotten weeds okay. and that kind of thing. Are we are we more swamp or <laughs> larger body of water? Good question. More you large like body of water. Don't you, Dave? Okay. I do. <laughs> yeah, Dave has pulled two side pieces in a row. Uh, At least they're balanced. I think it's a vendetta thing. I Perfect. countered. I countered. Who the, are you uh, after, Stade? You know, I, 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 you know, I, I pulled this one, and then to counter it, you know, with the, the are you going to do a zipper it, all the way that. down? Is it perfectly balanced? I thought that uh, far. I kind of take you know, like Pedro's approach to liar's dice. I just, I'll go just with the one that it. feels right. <laughs> <laughs> so after a successful pull, something clicks for you. You know that this sound is little tiny fish sucking on the bottom of the duckweed, and it makes a little popping noise. Okay. Do you okay. share this information? Well, to me, it seems normal. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You're like, oh, duh, it's so just I probably fish. have no reason, unless people are freaking out, right, you know. Well, I know, I know that Jimmy is yeah. clanking his way towards I'm, the water. I'm, like, clanking over there, and I'm pulling out my, my crowbar just to have something to kind of, like, swat at the water. I'm not too interested. I'm just assuming there's a good explanation for this. Yeah, the silence is unsettling, though. Aside from this crackling noise, there is no birds. No crickets, no frogs. No mosquitoes, no frogs, nothing. Those those hikers were the loudest thing that you've encountered. So when I get to the edge of the water, is the water close? Like Yeah, you can approach the water oh, easily. So if I, if I approach the water, do I, do I see anything? You see duckweed. And I hear the crackling. Oh yes. So I just I just take the, the thing and like kind of move the what thing? The sorry my uh my crowbar and just kind of like move the duckweed aside. Uh okay. How? The hell are you doing, Jimmy? Well well the crackling I it's coming from right here. Uh, I don't know what it oh. is. You've been gone that long. What what? You know that's the fish feeding on the duckweed. Oh. You lost your underwear, Nick. Well I I I haven't been out. In these woods for t- t- 20 years. You're gonna need some remedial redneck training when we get back. <laughs> but yeah, it's you, the fish. They're eating on. They're, uh, they're chowing on the duckweed. Oh, oh, okay. And I'll put. I'll, I'll slip the crowbar back, and I'm gonna pull out like my my little journal and just like kind of quickly sketch some duckweed and like a really crappy drawing of a fish beneath it. What are you doing? Well, well, I need to make notes of, of everything we see. You know, in case somebody... You can post this in some kind of a government-subsidized journal? No, 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 no. This doesn't, this doesn't leave me unless... Unless we don't make it out of this, and then hopefully somebody finds it and picks oh, up... we're making it out. <laughs> what do you mean, don't make it out of this? Well, and I'll, I'll stand up and say, well, we're going after the, the moth, man. We really don't know what's going to happen. We capture. We'll bind them in my surgical tube, and I got three feet worth. Properly, properly uh, stretch. Probably get it about another two feet out of this. As as certain as as Jimmy is, there is still kind of there is an unknown out here. You don't know what happened to Eddie. You have guesses. You have assumptions. What happened wasn't a good thing, and you are all marching directly towards it. Uh, the uh, sensation of 
of the gravity of what exactly you're walking into settles over you as you stand before this crackling body of water. And each of you kind of thinks on, you know, is this this honor-bound duty to a childhood friend, is it potentially worth your life? And, and is it worth walking into the unknown with just what you have on your body? And the quietness it just it, instead of muffling these nerves, it almost amplifies them. And we're gonna end Act One there. Okay. All right. At the duck pond. At the duck pond. <laughs> I feel very comfortable deeper in the woods. Thank you for joining us on another NCRP Productions podcast. We couldn't do this without you, so please like and subscribe everywhere we're found, including YouTube. Facebook, Anchor, Google, Apple, Spotify, and other great podcast sites. If you'd like to help us continue making more content, we'd love to have your support on our Patreon. And if you have any feedback for us, please feel free to comment on our podcasts or email us directly at ncrpproductions at gmail.com. And we'd like to give a special shout out to our current patrons... Our Siegson Employees of the Month, F.S., Michael H., Michael P., and our Breaker of Seals, The Jones, Frank H., Christopher C., Matthew K., and The Lab. Trademarked. Thank you all. We truly, truly appreciate it.